Morning, guys. Happy Monday, uh, January 31st. Hard to believe there's been 31 whole days of this stuff so far, <clears throat> but here we stand. So without further ado, let's see if we can clean that up. Need a new screen protector. I think that's come disconnected there. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another episode of The Murder Mentality. We had a late night one last night. I thought it was pretty fucking fire. Um, and so uh, trying to get back on track here today doing an early morning one, get people that motivation, get people into the swing right off the bat, you know, um, burn them boats. <laughs> so let's talk about a big problem in the world right now. <laughs> it's funny that I would say this too, as far as like problem versus solution based thinking, but let's talk about something that's really, really affecting the world right now. And that is the difference between problem and solution-based thinking, being oriented towards what can I do to fix this? What can I do to take care of this? What can I do to handle this situation versus focusing on the problem? Now, as you probably already understand, focusing on the problem isn't very effective. I'm going to walk this with me here real quickly because there was a passage out of this book that just has been total fire the entire time I've been reading it, and uh, I'd like to share it with y'all. Um, but uh, the the idea is is that like I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like a lot of people will have something happen in their life, and then while they're could be taking time to handle it, they are instead commiserating about the situation. Now, here's the deal. I am just as fucking subject to this exact issue as everybody else. The reason I feel like I can talk about this with some level of authority is because I've been that dude many times in my life. Just a second real quickly here. It's not displaying any people that are like as far as like people being in the room watching or whatnot. I'm going to check in with Ab and see if it's uh, just me. Or if the old FB is being weird. Because it has a tendency to do that. No, it's working. Sick. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> let's just get right into it then. Alright, so if we were gonna sit around and like try to brainstorm on how we're gonna solve problems in our life, I think we could with some confidence say the more time I spend looking at the problem, the less time I spend thinking about how to get out of the problem, the better. Let's put it again. Let's use a metaphor, because if you know me, I'm super fucking fond of those. Uh, you break your leg. Now, do we sit and stare at the broken leg, talk about how bad it hurts, just having to be broken, or do we figure out a way to get to the hospital, right? I know it's an extreme example, but I think that the metaphor still stands. There we go. Excuse me, sorry, I'm sure that's super fucking loud to y'all. Alrighty then, okay. <laughs> so, um, this was given to me by my client, Austin. Uh, when I gave him, traded, uh, I already ordered my own copy, great book, an enemy called Average. Um, give me a second here. <laughs> I, I turned right to it, strangely enough. Isn't that great? <laughs> see here. The most natural thing to do 
when you get knocked down is to get up. How we respond to failure and mistakes is one of the most important decisions we make every day because failure doesn't mean that nothing has been accomplished. There's always an opportunity to learn something. What is in you will always be bigger than what is around you. We all experience mistakes and failure. In fact, successful people often have more failure in their lives than average people do, and you will find throughout history all great people at some point in time in their lives have failed. And there's Austin right there. I was just talking about you, my guy. It's awesome. Only those who do not expect anything are never disappointed, and only those who try, uh, never try, never fail. Now, everybody gets knocked down. I'm skipping ahead a little bit here. It's how fast he gets up that counts. <laughs> There's a positive correlation between spiritual maturity and how quickly somebody responds to failures and mistakes. The greater the degree of spiritual maturity, the greater the ability to get back up and go on. The less the spiritual maturity, the longer the individual will hang on past failures. Every person knows somebody to this day that is held back by mistakes he made years ago. God never sees any of us as failures. He only sees us as learners. Okay. Skipping ahead again. The key is to be to the key to being free from the stranglehold of the past failures and mistakes is learn the lesson, but to forget the details. Forget the fucking details, guys. Look, I want to be as clear as possible about this. Bad shit's happened to you. Bad shit's happened to me. Somebody was trying to scam me on Instagram today and I started fucking with them because it's like my favorite thing to do lately. It was like, ah, man, I'm going to fuck. What would you do with $2,000 if I put it in your cash app right now? I was like, use it to hunt you down. And they were like, what kind of off-brand KGB agent are you going to find to hunt me down for $2,000? Like, dog, I make that in a day a lot, often. I'm just trying to fuck with you because you're trying to fuck with me. And immediately starts crying. You don't know how hard it is out here. You don't know how bad I've had it. And I was like, whoa, 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 buddy. Did you just use how hard your life is to, ju to justify scamming people out of their own fucking hard-earned cash? Fucking weird. Weird. Weird, isn't that, huh? All right. But just like the book said, I'm going to read that again real quickly. I'm going to have to turn. If I turn right to it again, I'm going to kill myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to rephrase it. If I turn right to it, I'm going to say yippee. Almost did. But the key to being free from the stranglehold of the past failures and mistakes is to learn the lesson, forget the details. Gain from the experience, but do not roll over and over in your mind the minute details of it. Build on the experience and get on with your life. And thank you, honey. I'm feeling fresh. So, look, guys. We all have a friend that when they quit a job, they spend a week telling everybody how bad they fucking hated that job. How, how many different ways that job did them wrong. We all have that friend that when they get out of a relationship or when they get out of anything, or maybe they're not out of it. And they spend so much time talking about the, the difficulties in there and not enough time focused on the solution. Well, here's the thing though, is pain grabs a hold of your focus, but it's not fucking real. Pain passes just like anything else. Difficulty passes just like anything else. And the sooner we can let go of it and stop commiserating, the better. When it comes down to it, this is something I've struggled with a lot too. I've spent hours and hours and hours rolling back and forth in my head what I might have been able to do to prevent Cassie from passing the way she did. The reality is, it doesn't matter. That's a hard fucking lesson, guys. The reality is that sometimes bad things fucking happen. 
The reality is sometimes we get in deeper in over our heads than we thought we ever could. The reality is sometimes we fall so far, so low, so deeper than we ever thought we could that when we look up, it looks like it would be impossible to dig our way out. But that's problem-based thinking. The hole I'm in is too deep to climb out of. I might as well keep digging. The situation I'm in is too painful to try because if I fail, it would be more painful. Well, you're already in pain. I'd rather die slaying the giant, slaying the dragon, than die from being trampled by it while I cower below it. The thing is, guys, is that we're all going to face insurmountable obstacles at some point in time, especially those who are called to a greater life. Because those people that are called to a greater life have greater challenges. The idea that God saves his biggest battles for his strongest soldiers, I kind of like that. But what I like to look at it more is that God's greatest soldiers, God's strongest soldiers, seek out the situations that will inevitably have those type of conflicts. The greatest warriors throughout history didn't just like all of a sudden have the greatest battles show up to them. They just were the greatest warriors in history and they happily sought the battles out. They fought the things that were necessary without needing to be asked. And those that didn't aren't remembered. And you're worthy. That's the hardest part about all of this, guys, is really what's happening is when we get caught up on thinking about the fucking problem, we start spiraling. We start spiraling out of control. We start looking at all the different ways something's not going to work. When there's a thousand ways that something might not work, there's probably a thousand ways that it could. You're never going to find them when you're looking at all the ways it can't. It's just like, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it. I can't look for the light by trying to find it on the floor. I can only see the reflections of the light and the places where it's landing. But I can't find the source of it without looking up. Now, despite the fact that I may see evidence everywhere I look when I look on the ground, because I see the light reflecting off of every surface as it strikes the ground, it is not the light itself. It is not the thing that is producing it. And so what I'm asking for you to do today is to do something that's going to become wildly uncomfortable for you. If you do it a couple of times, it's going to become wildly uncomfortable for you every time you start participating in it and every time you start doing it and every time you're around it. And that is to stop fucking caring about the how it happened and start caring about the why you're going to change it and how you're going to change it. Because what is irrelevant? It's in the past. The how is irrelevant if it's in the past. The why is fucking irrelevant if it's in the past. We only have the moment we live in currently and the future that we're guiding it towards. We are perpetually locked in this moment of time just for whatever reason. Even there's another good example. Like you want to try to think about why we are the way we are, how we are and all that shit and why time works the way it does. It simply fucking is. The sooner we can accept what is and isn't and function off of that and move forward with solution-based thinking, the sooner the problems cease to exist. It's tattooed on my chin, on my fucking chin, relentless. 
Nothing will stand in front of a relentless being. Nothing will stand in front of a force that is relentless. They cannot stand it. Nothing can stand up against a relentless force. An immovable, like, an immovable object and an unstoppable force, as it were, on a physics level. Literally, the only thing that can happen is massive, massive amounts of energy being released. Eventually, that relentless thing, the difference is, is it's not an unstoppable force. It's relentless. It'll move around it. It'll go over it. It'll go through it. It'll do anything. And that's the, th that's the fucking thing. Like Bruce Lee said, be like water. Water can carve a hole in the fucking earth and make the Grand Canyon. It can sit and dissolve. Like, I mean, literally, like, water is one of the most amazing fucking things in the world if you really think about it, how crazy it is on a physics level. And if we can learn to flow, to be hard when the time is right, to, to like, be soft and, and, and guide ourselves and be, like, lithe and graceful when the time is right, both emotionally, physically, and spiritually, there's no way to lose. It's impossible. <laughs> God with you, nothing can stand before you. So, let's ask one more question here real quickly before I get off. If you were to talk to your creator, you're talking to the very creator of the universe, the one that has the plan for you, and you got down on your hands and knees in front of this creator and you started telling him all about the problems that you have. Do you think... Do you think that it would be more effective to say, Lord, I am broken and I know not what to do, but I know that you have a plan. Take all of my hurt and pain, take it all from me and show me what to do and please give me the strength to do it. Or do you think it would be more effective to tell that God the thing that they already know, that he already knows for hours and hours and hours? I mean, personally, that's why I, most of the time, 99% of the time, don't pray to ask for something. I try to pray in past tense. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I pray in a, in a state of expectancy, understanding that it's already here, and I need just be patient and take the right action to make sure that that future that's promised to me by my God comes. But it won't come, or if it does, it will pass me up if the whole time I'm sliding down the river of time, looking this fucking direction, and my goal is that way. How am I going to see where I need to go? How am I going to swim the direction I need to in this river to land on the shore that I need to land on? If one rock hit me, and now I'm looking this way. And on top of that, one rock hit me while I was looking this way. I wonder how many are going to hit me when I'm looking this way. <laughs> Solution. Problem. Solution. Solution? Problem. There's nothing but solutions. There's no such thing as a problem. They're just obstacles. They're just things to be learned from. None of them are failures. You are not a failure. You are not a fucking mistake. You are God's one and only version of you. And if that doesn't make you rare, nothing does. I love you guys. Take a minute. Write down this problem that you have on paper. Write it all out. Get it all out of your fucking head. Then reread it and then put that paper to the side and write just as many fucking words about what you're going to do to change it as you did to complain about it. And if you can't find a solution, if you write as many words as you spent talking about how bad you hated it, 
as you do talking about what you're going to do about it in the future or now, then I don't think you're looking very hard. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Catch you tomorrow.